Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. I'm down in Kansas City where I, I just left Municipal Auditorium from Big 12 Women's Basketball Media Days. Had a nice conversation with Iowa State head coach Bill Fennelly. You guys will hear that here in just a, just a minute. I think you guys will enjoy it talking about what bringing the tournament back to Kansas City means and uh, you know, replacing Bridget Carlton and uh, you know some other stuff looking ahead into this season. And uh, it's not very long. Coach Finley was obviously very busy today with everything that he had going on with his uh, his media day festivities. But uh, I do think it's a, a nice little conversation and, and something that you guys will enjoy. So uh, after a quick little break, we will be right back with my conversation with Iowa State women's basketball coach Bill Finley. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Joined now on the Cyclone Flag podcast by Iowa State women's basketball coach Bill Fennelly at the Big 12 women's tip-off event. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, the kind of the big story today so far has been uh, just the, the tournament returning to, to Kansas City. W- what do you think that that means for the league and then uh, Iowa State in general? Well, I, I think it's it's a great thing for the, for the league to come back here. This is a great venue. I think it's great that the tournaments are together. Uh, Iowa State has always always pushed for that, and we've always been the minority. But I think because Jamie Pollard and Kelly Sanders just kept it on the docket and kept telling people this is a good thing to do, obviously the city of Kansas City runs the best men's basketball tournament in the country. Um, and so I think people who are into championship week, um, obviously now it's championship week not just with uh, men's basketball but with women's basketball. And certainly for our fans, uh, we have a lot of crossover fans. And, and I think there'll be a lot of people that they go to the Sprint Center and walk through the Power and Light District and have a cold one and hopefully come watch us play or vice versa. So we couldn't be more excited. And we've had a lot of great memories in this building and uh, Municipal Auditorium. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll come down here and stay a while. Yeah, you mentioned the great memories in Municipal Auditorium. And when you guys won in 2000 and 2001, it was obviously held in, in this building. This is a building that has a, a lot of history. What do you remember from, from those two tournaments? You know, Jared, the biggest thing I remember probably is 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 having all the fans here because our men were winning too and it was kind of like we won on Saturday the guys won on Sunday it was such a, a celebration of, of of what Iowa State was about and it probably started um, you know the Hilton South concept and people were like you know hey you know they, they didn't come for the week well then they decided let's come down for the day or whatever and obviously it's an easy drive and you see a lot of Iowa State flags on the interstate uh, coming down here so I, I, I remember that a lot 
lot. And I remember the idea of, of just being in an environment where you just felt comfortable because you saw a lot of your own fans. Because a lot of times you go to conference tournaments and, you know, we played in Oklahoma City, got to play where the Thunder played. And my grandson, Will, got to sit in Russell Westbrook's locker. And it was really cool. But, you know, you have, you know, families and a few administrators. It's There's something missing. Uh, there won't be anything missing here. And, and hopefully uh, it'll be a great experience for uh, for our fans and hopefully just adds another uh, couple of basketball games for them to, to to go watch. Yeah, I was thinking about the the idea of a, a pep rally and the power and light on a Saturday if Iowa State was going to play for the championship and the men's and then I, I think your guys' championships going to be on Sunday, but uh, I'm not sure that there'd be enough bush light in the state of Missouri to, to handle something like that. Yeah, I don't think there would be. Uh, they, they better plan for that. So, you know, I, I think that's the thing that is also so intriguing is I think the city of Kansas City has really embraced uh, being great hosts, um, you know, like an Omaha, like an Indianapolis that maybe are bigger cities with, hey, you know, you don't talk about us like you do Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. But our fans love coming here. The, the people of Kansas City uh, love having us here. And they know you're going to come here. You're, you're, they're going to spend money. They're going to have a great time. They're going to celebrate college sports. They're going to celebrate the Cyclones. And, uh, yeah, I, I think they're, especially if it's a nice spring weekend like you can get down here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, that Bushlight guy that Chris Williams knows better get to work because they're going to need it down here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure if, if anybody's going to take advantage of that, it's definitely Chris Williams. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any question. He'll he'll figure out a way to market that, I promise you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, I'm not mad about it. It <laughs> pays my salary, so exactly. that's fine with me. Like uh, shifting gears to the basketball side of stuff, I mean, obviously the, the you know big story for you guys going into the season is, is trying to replace Bridget, and, and I know that that's a lot easier said than done just because of the kind of player she was. Yeah, I, you know, Jared, I, it's, it's a very hard thing to do, and, and, you, and we're not going to do it um, with one person. You're going to have to do it by committee, but I think the biggest thing is, is you know, when someone leaves, we, we all get caught up in, um, oh, they left, what do you do next? I, I, I hope our fans continue, and the reunion reminded me of this, that we need to continue to celebrate what Bridget did. Even though she's not playing at Iowa State anymore, she's still a part of what we're about and how we've done things, and, and hopefully what she left behind was a legacy of to her teammates that this is how we go about doing our business every single day. I tell seniors all the time, when you leave, they're either excited that you left or they're really, really disappointed that you left. And when they're disappointed that you left, it doesn't just mean how many points and rebounds you got. It's, it's how you impact the success of the, of the kids on your team. Uh, uh, obviously, she did leave some pretty good players behind. What um, what have you seen from Maddie and Ashley and, and Kristen and, and some of them? Uh, yeah, they, the they've, all, they've all done a really good job. They're all better. Uh, they, they've worked really hard. I think Kristen, Ash, Maddie, AD, uh, all understand. I mean, they're all very good friends of Bridget's. So I think they learned a lot from Bridget, from, from Mayor, from Lex about this is what Iowa State women's basketball is supposed to be about, and it's their turn. They, they're the ones that get to play this year. So you want people to look at them and say, all right, they did it the right way. They do it the Iowa State way. They did it with the same kind of passion that our fans enjoy watching. And uh, we've had a good fall. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going to have to learn on the fly. But but overall, I, I, I can't complain one bit about the way they've gone about it. They understand um, what we don't have. And what I tell our kids all the time is we're going to embrace who we are and not apologize for what we're not. And these kids have done that. All right, Coach, I know you got some uh, more stuff to move on and do here, but thanks for taking some time. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate you being here. Go Cyclones.